It's football time, and we scored a dime. Football's on, so let's smoke a bomb, TGIF. Hello, and welcome to Thank God It's Fantasy, where today we're holding a mock draft. No, not a fantasy football draft. Tonight we will be redrafting 1994's classic Pulp Fiction. And I know what you're saying. Draft a movie? What you talking about, Bruce Willis? Well, what I'm talking about is just that. Here's how it's going to work. Draft order was predetermined at random. Our five participants will draft snaking style, one through five, and then five through one. At the outset of each round, a character will be drawn from the bag of goodness, right here, um, and, and that role will be recast. Uh, actors, actresses from any era, living or dead, may be selected. You are limited only by your imagination and intoxication. That concludes the fancy words, fellas. Uh, let's get to it. Well, we got, uh, we've got good starting us off, round one. Let's let's go to the bag. Go to the bag. Let's see what. Probably going to be the hardest one to start. I hope so. Baby. Oh wow, we're going to start off with Honey Bunny. Okay. Honey Bunny. Actually, I think it's I think it's good because aren't they pretty much the first things we see? Yep. Honey Bunny and fucking pricks even move. I'll execute the last motherfucking one of ya. All right, well, I'm going to just start Classic. off, and I'm going to keep it succinct since I'm the first pick. I, I was actually offered this up by my boss, who is a big Pulp Fiction fan, so I will give him minor credit here. Uh, and the answer is Julia Garner, a.k.a. Ruth from Ozark, would be Ooh, that's a good one. the perfect honey bunny. Maybe not a big enough role for her, but she would crush it. I don't know. It's, it's not an issue about being a big enough role. Like a lot of these people weren't that big at the time. Um, like Ving Rhames wasn't big. Obviously, Ving Rhames is huge now. So I don't know. I feel like it's it's perfect. It's it's a perfect cast. I I have no argument for that one. This is like it's fantasy. This is like one of the least ones I have to say about it. I just think she was. I mean, she's amazing anyway. She'd be really good in the role. She can show a lot of emotion. So it was honestly, it was harder to find a guy to cast her with because I was. No, like I said earlier in the chat, casting duos, really. No, I've never seen Ozark before. Is it too early for a band? You're missing out. You're missing out. That'll put me on the clock. And like I said, my my level of difficulty for this is I actually tried to cast people from the era in the age they would have been at the time. This one almost feels too on the nose. Like I I kept trying to come up with somebody else, but I couldn't. Juliette Lewis would damn you perfect. Mm, that's perfect. a great one. I great got, one. Well, then you I got mean, the uh, natural born killers uh, connection with Tarantino, even though he might not be too fond of the screenplay that ended up on the, the big screen, but nonetheless, I am curious who you put her with uh, duo wise, but uh, that is a solid pick. The only pushback I will give you is that, I think she's too badass, man. At the end, when Vincent was about to gun down, gun her down, I saw a weak, frail, small in size. I think Julia Lewis might just blow everyone's head off. Did you see the grocery store scene in Natural Born Killers when she had the meltdown before Woody Harrelson saved her? It was very reminiscent. Solid pick. Solid pick. Moving on. Pick three in round one. We've got Commissioner on the clock. It is me. All right. Well... You know what? Uh, did not 
think I would actually go with her when we first started, but since she's still available and you guys probably are not thinking about her, let's go with Helena Bottom Carter. I actually had her on my short list for that role. Death Eater era? I do like that pick also. Unfortunately for Helena Bonham Carter is I only see her as Marla from Fight Club. So, which sort of fits for this, but like she sort of typecast herself. I I think she does have talent. I just can't see her as anything else. Oh, when she killed Dobie the house elf in uh, Harry Potter, she was like pure evil. She was like pure crazy evil. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you there, Godfather. Alice in Wonderland. She was actually really good. Oh, that too. Yeah. Gigantic with the little CGI body. Still on the clock. All right, moving on to pick four in round one. We've got Justin on the clock drafting the role of Honey Bunny. All right, so you guys have your own uh, method here. I'm going with people of that age in that role. So around the same age, they these people were in the role. And nice. roughly around the same age in this role, uh, she just had a couple of villainous roles recently. Um, she's got a lot of range. She's got a lot of comedy in her. I'm going to go with Emma Stone. <laughs> I have a second list of people that don't fit that frame, and Emma Stone was my my pick. 102 Dalmatians, she killed that role, wow, fellas. If you haven't seen that movie, it's amazeballs. She's so good at that. I would, That's a great pick. Great sleeper pick. I'm not an Emma Stone fan, but I would be curious to see her do it. I would be, you know, see, see the range. Yeah, I could see her pull it off. I had her. I got her written right here. I was going to put that in my non-1994. She was... <laughs> That's her. <laughs> I, I love I love your uh, your your method here. The, the nine nine four eight. That's a good way to go. It helped narrow it down, which I think will also kind of. Oh yeah, trust me. I was I was struggling here. I was struggling at the end. Because the the great thing about this movie is it's so impossible to recast. You feel like everybody's perfect, but then it's like, all right, when you got to get to it, it's like I did have some options. When you open the whole universe, it's all right. So. Closing out round one, we've got the godfather of drinks on the clock. Next up, we've got another fan favorite. Go from confident to spastic to terrified. A great method actor. A great era. Shall we say, Cameron Diaz from Very Bad Things. Nice. Well done. Wow, I did not think a Very Bad Things reference was going to happen tonight. What a what a movie. Let's just do a pot on that sometime. <laughs> Jeremy Piven became my hero after that movie. <laughs> it's like it's like maybe one of the most star-studded worst movies of all time, but that maybe isn't actually bad. It's just horrifying. Yep, it's a re- really good dark comedy. Like uh, from yeah. the God, who made that? Uh, that Jesus, look it Favreau. up. Favreau. Yeah. Wait, he made it. But too? was it he though? It? I don't oh think I don't think he wrote and directed it though. I want to say he do anything he doesn't write and direct. I was gonna say because <laughs> I remember thinking when I first heard that that like wow he directs because that wasn't. I mean, you're talking about being what three years removed yep. from PCU. I mean, like, swing, right then swingers. on the next round, shall we pick our next round with the snake? Swingers is just perfection. While we're on, well, let's that. move on to round two. We're it's money, baby. Back. It is. Damn it, you beat me to it. Snake back to Troy in round two. Uh, Let's see what we've got. Ah, Pumpkin. (laughs) Mia Wallace. Godfather, Mia Wallace on the board. Uh, Who are we casting in that iconic role? 
Mrs. Mia Wallace. Vincent, thank you. Remember, folks, we've got a strong, powerful, rich woman coming down and toying with the boys. There can be no other choice. Audrey Hepburn, breakfast at Tiffany's. Boom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nailed Jesus it. Christ. Hubba wow. hubba. <clears throat> that is a poll. Dudes is not a fan of it. <laughs> I, look, this I'm not going to lie. This is one of my toughest ones. I am curious. I'm glad you guys are going before me. But also, I, I think it's a miss. I'll explain why. Um, I'm going explain why I think it's not a miss first, though. <clears throat> yes. I, re- yes. I rewatched Breakfast at Tiffany's. And a, and a young, sophisticated, rich woman comes to town, manipulates the boys into doing what she wants, and also gets what she needs. And also leaves happy at the end, a hundred percent like Mia Wallace. Minus Isn't that what Mia Rocky Wallace Horror Picture. Was? I guess yes. was it. I got a different take on Mia. So I'll get yeah, I definitely have that. I don't. Have, I don't have that take on Mia neither. After rewatching it yesterday, yeah, I don't have that take on. Well, her. we wouldn't. We you guys wouldn't pick the people with all that shit in her face. No, that's list. my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I really right. wanted to go to was the heroin addicts, but you guys didn't add <laughs> enough women to this, so I had to pick Aubrey Hep- Audrey Hepburn and Suck It Trebek. Moving on. Well played. Pick two in round two. We go to Justin Mia Wallace. What have you got? Well, I'm glad I'm like I'm the complete opposite of dudes here. I'm completely happy I'm going second in this because I thought for sure one of mine would be taken real quick. Um off the recent success of one of her Netflix's uh latest uh hits. I'm, I went for two things here, obviously the age. And I don't know why, but I went with the eyes because Mia had like really specific eyes and like obviously the way she portrayed her acting with her eyes. I'm going with um, Anya Taylor-Joy, Queen's Gambit. I think the way she did that role was very well done. It's her, something about her eyes too would fit that role. Again, I've really like gravitated towards uh, Mia's eyes and watching them, rewatching the you movie. Got so. it. so I'm going to go Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, I had like four picks here that I could have gone with, um, yeah. but I'm glad I'm glad I'm going now because I had I had I had a hard time with Mia. I like it. I think it's definitely closer to how I felt about Mia than Troy. <laughs> yeah. Who cares what you think? Well, let's get to, let's get on to pick three and see what Kamish has got. Uh, is he going to hit us with a curveball or? Uh... What have you got in store for us? Well, just to let it be known, I could totally hit, hit it with a curveball, but I think I'm going to hit it with a fastball instead, hopefully. See, I was looking at it from the perspective of, um, all right, you know, the, the iconic front cover, the, the movie posters that have sold left and right with Uma on it. Okay. Yeah, and then like and then also the chemistry with uh especially with Vincent, who which I'm sure who the person that ended up picking with Vincent, like, oh, you're like has zero chemistry with who I'm about <laughs> to pick right now. <laughs> but with that said, let's go with Ashley Judd. Oh Devil's okay. Advocate era. Super good pick. Love okay. hearing that. Going out, yeah. Oh, A Judd. Ashley oh, Judd was not in Devil's Advocate. That was Charlie. Oh, shit. That was Charlie Theron. Oh, damn. That's a was. fine. That's like a $10 fine. Shit. Same shit, different day. Uh, <laughs> I, I, get where, I get where you're going with it. You're, t- you're thinking of Double Jeopardy, by the way, probably. Uh, in Double Jeopardy. And, uh, and also, uh, Goods, Heat. Yeah, you know what? Uh, and I'll get to it later, but <laughs> she was on a definite OLI for me, and you'll see why. I got your right. OLI right here. 
<laughs> Moving on to pick four of round two. That puts me on the clock. And uh, we had Justin point to the eyes earlier. For me, I kept seeing that tall, thin frame, uh, that haircut that she had, uh, and just and the, the ability to just kind of... Anne Hathaway. <laughs> no. No, I don't think you guys are going to see this one coming. As I, I, I went 1994, and again, I went and found a picture because I think if we just <laughs> put that Mia hair on her, Aisha Tyler would have been uh, oh yeah perfect sub winner. Loved her. Uh, her host of the role. soup for a little bit. Had so, a cup of coffee with the soup. What, lover, what and fr- she, lover and friends. What else is she in? Yeah, I don't. I am not as familiar with her. Not saying Archer? she's a bad pick. She's uh, she does uh, the voice work of Archer's girlfriend. Just oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, that badass. A, that is a nice voice. What was she in movie wise that I would know? She's in, like I said, she's in the later seasons of Friends as Joey and uh, Chan- or Ross's like girl of interest, Charlie. Which is actually where that picture is from. Ninety four. Yes, that's Friends. why. That's why I saw that. I was like, yeah, it's, that's yeah, it's Charlie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just pictured put that Mia Wallace. Uh, haircut would just cut straight on her. I think she would shout come out, in shout and... out to you for throwing some more diversity into the cast. Shout out to you. Well, and I think she can just <laughs> be such a badass too that I, I think she could own some of those scenes. Well, and then it, it does make iconic me, role. It does make me very curious to see where you go with Vincent and where, or especially where you go with Marcellus from here. So, oh, trust me, I, <laughs> I, I didn't I'm, cast uh, Butch till like five hours ago. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's me, right? Uh, yeah, end of round one. We've got Goods finishing us off. So, and when Troy gets back, I'm going to try to get him to do a fireball shot because I wanted to do it after round one, and then I forgot. I, I'm not going to lie. This is my second toughest one. Uh, I went a little deep with this. As I was watching last night, I realized that, and way different than Troy, Mia is actually not very sure of herself. She's also an actress that didn't make it, meaning like she's kind of good looking, but could come off as not that good looking, uh, which is obviously unusual for Hollywood actresses that are big. Um, she played like the part of kind of desperate and lonely pretty well. Also, if you guys want to do something fun, go back and look at Best Supporting Actress that year. It is just absolutely appalling who won. And who else was even nominated? Not that they were bad, just that it's you wouldn't you would not recognize the work at all of what what else was nominated and what else won. So I went with Did you pick actress, yet? I went with an actress who's regarded as hot, but I personally don't care for her that much and think that she can come off as not hot. I'm going with Natalie Portman. I don't care for her personally. I could see her being done up as a failed actress well, which is why I went with it. I was sort of leaning into that. And then, which will come into play later, I feel she matches up with my choice for Vincent and my choice for Marcellus uh, and OLI and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Those are the two. Have you seen Black Swan? (laughs) Yeah, look, I, I I know what she's capable of. I also know that she can be kind of plain Jane if you play her that way. True. She she has that like girl next door kind of like your older sister look too at the same time like it it can be both there yeah for sure. All right, we've wrapped up round two. Does that mean it's uh, time to take a shot break? It I'll is a it. shot break. Uh, 
a shake. As we as we bring it bring it around, it's a shake time. We got a frozen Jaeger glass, oh, a frozen fancy. fireball. Hold on there, goods. You don't jump the gun there. The, the, don't jump the shark, Fonzie. It's okay. Hey. Hey. A very bad things and a happy days reference. All we need is a toy soldiers Sean Aston reference, and that's a trifecta for me. Excellent. We have a, a full full shot glass. Here's to wives and girlfriends. May they never meet. <laughs> well, let's get fired back up for round three, huh? I'm ready, Ron. I'm ready. I'm bringing right. it. Bringing that here, shit. Here comes the... Listen to that fucking jangle. It's high-end production jangle, right jangle, there. Jangle. You know where my fucking money went. Ah, well. How fitting that we go from Mia to Marcellus Wallace. Jesus, of course. Yeah. Right. My toughest one. All right, lead um, us off. I, I Let me just start by saying, Mr. Ving Rames, you are the perfect person for it. You are perfectly cast. You Hallelujah. are my Amen. Yeah, it cannot tough. be done better than you. Let's be the, the only. I, the only only suggestion I would have that would be close would be MCD. Michael Clark Duncan. I thought that too. Actually, I, hey, I I put everybody. Maybe together. maybe I'm typecasting here, but maybe no, I'm. Typecasting. It was on my short list. Listen, I had him. No. I, I had him on my short list. Okay. I couldn't make put him work. on there because he, you know, obviously just too big. Just, I couldn't make yes, too big and voice not the same. Anyway, yeah. Listen, I'm just going to briefly say this. I I almost went way off the board with a bald Vincent D'Onofrio in shape. Okay, couldn't. Pull I it thought off. of that too. King couldn't Finn. pull it off. Okay. I tried to get a badass Will Smith. Couldn't pull it off. Ooh. I landed. I landed on Tyler Perry. I actually think Tyler Perry is a very good actor. I think he has. Hallelujah. I think he has a lot of range. Yeah, I know there's the Medea thing, and I know that's a problem with. Uh, that's a bit of a problem, but with uh, white people, I think I think in Gone Girl he showed a lot of stuff. I think he showed a lot of good stuff, and I could picture uh, Natalie Portman going home to Tyler Perry as his as a dominant husband. I couldn't picture it with like an Idris Elba or a Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lin Del oh, I can't even say his name. <laughs> and I almost went with them. So Tyler Perry, that's what I landed on. I also workshopped Javier Bardem and couldn't pull it off. Oh, get me to my pick. Quick run. <laughs> All right. Well then let's move, uh, let's move round three along because uh I obviously threw in uh, a curveball with Aisha Tyler. And uh, I see you guys named some people I had on the short list too. But at the end of the day, I settled on prime 1994 Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. That's a great pick. I mean, I did think about him also. I I just pictured that speech that he's given Bush, Butch, uh, you know, that's, that's pride fucking with you. And I'm just like, I, I can see Billy Bob giving that speech and me believing it. And, did you uh, see? Did you guys see Apostle with Billy Bob Thornton in it? He plays the most uh, obsequious, dominant role of any movie I've ever seen. It had all the great people in it because it, it was a church movie. But uh, the Apostle with Billy Bob Thornton supports what Ron's after. So good job! It sure beats Billy, the shit out of whatever Goods picked. He did it in Fargo. Like, is he, there is there a more intimidating man with a less intimidating? Like frame, 
That's it. I was that like, was the, why? that was my issue. Right? That's that's my hold up because right. I was like, yeah, he's at, when you said the speech, I can definitely hear him saying it, but it's I don't the see speech. the back of his head being as like because that's no. obviously the the shtick in the movie for a while is just the back of his head and possibly his soul leaving his body if it was you know te- or his band aid. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't see the back of his head being as intimidating as Ving Rhames. That's where I was like, that's what I was really yeah. hung up on is the back of the fucking yeah. head in this. It's yeah, an iconic that's, that's shot. Good, that's that's good, why I, I, was so I was like, it can't be a small frame. Down. That's why I went the different route of a dominant physical feature. Right. Hoping that as an actor, he could go for it. You know, he could yeah. show us something. You'll, yeah, you'll see if my pick if it's not picked next. You'll see if my oh. pick, same thing. Let's <laughs> carry on with round three. We've got Commissioner on the clock. Well, boys, uh, I'm glad that uh, you uh, let him drop into my lap here. Um you're familiar with some of his work. Uh, I like to call him Ghost Dog, Forrest Whitaker. Okay, I had him. Yeah. He, he was he was in my OLI for him. Yeah, on a list. On a list. Relax, persona. Wait, wait, wait. Who's your Who's your Mia though, Wes? <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd and Forrest Whitaker. Now that's something. Mm. But. But okay. uh, Ving Rhames and me or uh, Uma Thurman—that that was <laughs> right. I mean, if you hadn't seen the movie before, right? Yeah, yeah. It's only like you accept that and like post facto. It's like, oh yeah, because they're almost like they're never—you never even really see them interact. That is true. So yeah, it's like times. she's coming out of the pool with oh, a sw- oh, with well. a swim cap on for some reason. It's like she's doing laps. <laughs> there she is. And then after the boxing match, she's up in the gym working on her fitness. Yeah, me and her on a couple of stoners. Like, uh, we forgot that. <laughs> I like that, Justin. That was a good reference. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking of Justin, let's move on to pick four, round three. Who have you got for Marcellus Wallace? So, like I said, Michael Clark Duncan would have been my number one pick, but like, yeah. I kind of scared away from it because I'm kind of recasting it now. Uh, obviously he's not alive with us now. <laughs> so, um, and I also went for, again, that the back of the head in, intimidating force. Uh, so I went Winston Duke, who is in black Panther. Yes. Uh, big, big physical body had a great, Wait, no, my bad. great, great else. role in that movie. I can definitely pick. see him playing that role being intimidating. I can see him delivering that speech, uh, for sure. Um, but like I said, I went for that more like, presence necessarily more than just the actual character itself just for the presence of it yeah. and his body frame definitely fits that presence good pick i also had him on the list i just i think he's too big honestly that's why i didn't go with clark duncan but that's why i don't go with the rock but it, it is a good pick i was on the same page with a guy you know big guy yep sweet flying through round three godfather you are on the clock for Marcellus Wallace. Well, here we go. Going to flip the script a little bit. Yo, yo, yo. If Powers Booth ain't in charge of your women, ain't nobody in charge of your women. That's where it's going to be. Powers Booth. Era Tombstone. Powers motherfucking Booth. Yeah. Okay, this fucking guy is crazy. He's got Audrey Hepburn and Powers Booth married <laughs> to each other. Are you kidding me? I, I never some, would marry anybody. I knew somebody was going to go off the rails. I just, I, I actually thought, thought it was, was me. Oh, you knew it was me. You no, I thought it was going to be bro. Wes because Wes knows all these obscure guys. And he's going to be like, who was your pick? Howard's Booth. <laughs> From Tombstone. 
Yeah, I don't got even you. know who that is. Sin City. You know what? He plays the best evil villain white guy that's not a not a skinny dude, and from France across the okay. board. Fair enough. Well, wow. fair play. Let's get Shall on to go? round four with the uh, magical bag. Let's dance. Oh. Let's dance. Ah, well, here's a very small role, but a very pivotal role, a memorable role. Jimmy. Jimmy Dimmick. Love it. Yes. So, Godfather, uh, round four. Jimmy Dimmick, who do you got to lead us off? All right. Well, we're going to go a little Jimmy Dimmick. Is Bill Paxton ever as Jimmy Dimmick? Okay. Any role he ever played was that guy. He talks too much. He's over-informed. He's super helpful. And he also doesn't make it very far in the movie. <laughs> I can get on board with Bill Paxton. The only problem is, is it's set in L.A., not like Missouri. That's my only <laughs> issue. But Well, you know, I've got other picks, but we'll go with that. OLI, OLI is better, perhaps. Oh, little tease for the post-game yeah. show right. here. when we uh... Brown chicken, brown cow. Round four, heading backwards. Yes, that brings us to Justin. Who have you got for Jimmy right. Dimmick? I was not aware we were drafting Jimmy. Hold on. Oh, hold on. We can go. We'll, go, we'll come back to you. Oh, I All thought right, I, yeah. I gave you Jimmy on the list. This, I don't think I saw. I might have missed it. Th- this is that Vikings pick from uh, 2002 all over. Kirk Cousins. 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 Oh, it's all good. <laughs> like everybody keep drafting. One <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, go, go, go. All right. Com- who's um, up? Commish? Yeah, let's uh, let's tap dance uh, and uh, shuffle, and uh, you can do some uh, some impromptu research. Let's uh, let's. Have I mean, I doubt, Justin, no, no. I doubt anyone's stealing your pick. I mean, we haven't. Oh no, I, I got I got one for you. And all, right. I, no. all right, all right. Under duress, right. let's see it. If he steals my pick, I it's void. <laughs> it's not. I've, I it might have been on the list. I, I'll, I'll I'll double check, and I just might have missed it. But who else is good at talking a lot, other than someone who does all his own voices? Seth MacFarlane. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. He's a better wow. looking Jimmy. I get it. He's like a I, I, went for, I went for a look there, too. I went for a look there, too. When I was watching it, I did have this, that, this thought that Seth MacFarlane So if Bonnie it. comes home and sees a bunch of gangsters doing a bunch of gangster shit, Bonnie's going to be none too pleased. Oh, yeah. On the fly. That no, is hold a, on. Hold on. Really before before on we go fly. any further, speaking of Quentin Tarantino, does anyone have the note that He's actually a racist. Uh, hold on. Actually, I was going to say before we started. Spike Lee had that note. I was he? going to say before we started. <laughs> I, don't no, care. I don't care what anyone says. Nobody drops the N-word. Not even if you're quoting the movie or I will leave. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. That's what, that's what I was saying. He just closets yep. his, his racism and... Oh yeah, no! Was, all my characters it Spike are racist. Lee that said that? It basically... Well, no, I, think, I think it was, yeah. What he has to back himself up is Samuel L. vouches for him. But still, he right. doesn't have to use the word so much. I don't know why he does. Because there's, there's a really great stand-up bit with Rory Woods Jr. He was like uh, talking about like someone about being a terrible actor, or whatever. And like Leo, Leo is the best. Like he went into Jamie Fox or Jamie Fox's face and called him, and he was like just just for fun, essentially in the movie. And they like, kept on going with it. And I was like, Jesus Christ! Quentin Tarantino has got to have his like vices just out on the table. Like, no, it's just my characters. You're, you're hiding yeah. it there. Lock yeah, the right. goddamn no, I door. A, I don't have a foot <laughs> fetish. We just always shoot it like that. It's not because of me. <laughs> 
and foot massages. Right. It's, it's <laughs> right. my biggest. It's my biggest beef with the movie for sure. You gonna do a foot massage and put your tongue in the holiest of holies? That's not even the same fucking ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's keep round four moving, Kamish. Who have you got for us? Well, here's the angle that I went with Jimmy. See, I was thinking writer directors, you know, like oh. ri- like writers directors that I really love. Here that he comes. I think, Here he comes. And I think, yeah, and Goods knows. We're getting, we're getting Ed Wood. Oh, man, Rodriguez. I should have wrote that down. <laughs> Michael but, Bay. You're going Michael Bay, aren't you? <laughs> Michael Mann. Michael Bay, B-A-E. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. And you're off All the hook. Right, you're off the hook, Miss. You did put Jimmy in the list. I missed it. Uh, Mel Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. Mel oh, Brooks. Wow. I really I like that. Actually, he, he's that not. Is, I don't know why. I just think like just a little more comedy, like just even more like to that whole. Yeah, that's yeah. With the house. <laughs> I actually really like that because it Me makes too. it makes Jimmy a more like just friend, not involved <laughs> in the business. Like I met him <laughs> through my cousin. Right. I love like, Jimmy, man. And, yeah. He's one of my favorite characters in the whole movie. It's like when we finish the- this round, I have a great <laughs> Jimmy then for that, for that whole spot. So when we finish the round, I just now thought of a good Jimmy too. That will be <laughs> meets what you just said, and not in the business kind of a friend thing. Post game, post, post game. game. Jesus, right. Right. Justin, what are you new here? <laughs> well, so we've already mentioned a lot of OLIs here. <laughs> we've OLI fest. And remember, remember, I was late to the game here, missing Jimmy on the the list that I was clearly given beforehand to prep prep for this. All right, Ron, go for it. Jimmy Dimmick, and I think we've we've already referenced it like a thousand times. That role to me comes down to his exasperation as he repeats that line. Urkel. All I kept seeing is Steve Martin. Steve Martin sitting yep. in the chair. Quentin Tarantino was a prop comic. So. <laughs> the I big year was a big deal. That these guys are in his living room. Why are you here? Like I, I can see. I'm, pi- I, I'm picturing. I'm picturing. Uh, only murders in the building right now, and I can see it. Yeah. I'm picturing uh, Mr. Steve Martin playing his banjo. And now, a half-assed podcast exclusive, Banjo Corner. Yeehaw! With the Foggy <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> nice I festival actually... in Utah, and we're killing it. And also, he's like, and also, we like to bring shout-out to Mrs. Mia Wallace. But, uh, but I did find some classic 1994 vintage Steve Blah. Uh, only, only murders Martin short would be good there too. It's about you. All right, Ron, you done? Me? Yeah, yeah. Let's close out round four. What do you All got right. for uh, Jimmy so, Dimmick? Let me close out Tarantino by saying he's by far, upon rewatch, the worst actor in the movie, and it's not <laughs> even close. Right. So, like, fair. As as I'm watching it, I'm like, you know, he's good. It's a great part, but like, imagine what a real actor would do with it. You know, with some greats. So I, I, also, I, I think the, I think the role is perfect with the non non actor in that because like how I agree yeah. Well, yeah. wait till you hear mine. You might change. Right. Thank, I, you. I, no, Thank you. That's fine. Oh, oh. That's I fine. also I, I, found I, think... I also found an actor to cast in it that could make his lines a little less problematic. Steve Carell sucks. <laughs> I mean, the writing can make it less problematic. Who I want? <laughs> who I'm picturing in it in his robe? 
uh, upset by what's just shown up at his door, Mr. Don Cheadle, the, <laughs> oh, who says, knock it off, Jules. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stay the line and make it less problematic than it is. He can uh, also, when, when Tarantino says they look like dorks, it's one of the most cringe lines there is because he's so bad. <laughs> yeah, but, but Don Cheadle, Cheadle said that. Cheadle could pull it off. Like, you know what? They are fucking dorks. You're right, Don Cheadle. <laughs> Don't look like the goddamn Maxi hold on, hold on, hold on. Question for you. Is it Don Cheadle or the guy who plays Don Cheadle in Always Sunny? It is Don Cheadle. <laughs> A.K.A. Tiger Woods, A.K.A. Don McNabb. <laughs> I was going to say McNabb, yeah. I'm Donovan McNabb. I also have a good OLI, which we'll save for postgame. On to the next round. All right, let's go to the bag. Round five. Oh, shit, look at that. Speaking of, Winston Wolf gets pulled. And uh, shit, you're up. Winston Wolf, I'm going off the rails, but before I'm giving a little speech, I oh, see boy. Winston as problem solver, charismatic, Guy who can make you laugh, you know, when he's when you're dressed in funny clothes at the end. He can convince you of things. He can, you know, lay down the law when he needs to and drive really fucking fast. Okay. My Winston Wolf is Peak Tom Cruise, Jerry Maguire, few good men. Wow. Okay. Okay. Tom I thought Cruise. you were going to say something else, and I was really going to be mad at you. I want Tom Cruise. <laughs> Me too. I want, Me I want too. to see. I want to see Tom Cruise come in there, charming Tom Cruise. No, with that dressed. mustache. Oh, disposing of bodies. I'm getting yes. rid of the mustache. I'm sorry. Who's leaving with me? You, you Who's leaving with me? Mustache. Who's going with me? Right. That wasn't part of the deal. You are. Okay. You oh. know what? Have him grow the mustache. I'm in. <laughs> Man, there, that's has, a, has okay. he ever had facial hair? Uh, Tropic Thunder. I think he did in like Born. Born on the 4th of July. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That was a terrible movie. I said penis. Penis, penis, penis. Did he win an Oscar for that? Or, or was he a nominated? Tropic a nomination, for so sure. I, yeah. I sort of pictured him as Tropic Thunder uh, confident with Jerry Maguire look. And okay. I like, I well, it's funny because like, everyone's like, You'll be surprised by the cameo with the uh, at the end. And I was like, "What came at the end?" I was like, "Didn't you realize it's Tom Cruise?" I'm like, "I realized it's Tom Cruise in the fucking beginning of the movie." We, I'm like, "What do you mean the, t- the cameo at the end?" <laughs> I wanted I wanted Tom Cruise to walk in and have you know Samuel L's character be like, "You're the wolf." Like, what the fuck? So that's that's where I went with that one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I like the fact that, like he's a little bit too pretty for the role, right? Like a little bit, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I speak fast. I talk fast. I'm sorry if you don't get what I'm saying, and I want to apologize. See, the fucking brains. I don't like Cruz, but I think I would love him in that role. I that that's that one gets me. Uh, but, uh, oh, so pretty uh, sugar on top. Clean the fucking car. Clean the fucking car. <laughs> I, I hate to. Why the goddamn my own brain detail? I'm a race car in red, motherfucker. You, you might. You <laughs> might have a <laughs> I'm about to end this round early, and I'm sorry. I should go get a different microphone so I can fucking drop it because <laughs> everything you just described, Winston Wolf, uh, he, he gets things done. He solves problems. He's crafty. He's charismatic. He's funny. He's fucking Bob Odenkirk. Awesome. That's I a good like one. That. I like Bob that. Odenkirk Low with hanging mustache fruit. coming in. Low hanging fruit. Well, I'm a big fan of Mr. Show with Bob and David. Who somehow looks the same age in 94, or maybe better now. <laughs> yeah, he's he actually was, way he, more ripped now. The fact that he was, he was, he was supposed Michael Scott, he, was, he, he auditioned for Michael Scott. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. It was, he was him in one episode and crushed it. 
He yeah, yeah. Playing. It was that Fucking that uh, scene where yeah. he's like the boss. Like I'm like, man, he definitely. I definitely could see this now. Like I fell in love with Steve Carell, but I'm like, man, he could. I I definitely got seen it. Ron, I got one pushback for you. That that part with the uh, I think fast, I talk fast. So with sugar on top, clean the fucking car. Odenkirk doesn't do it. He doesn't. Well, he does. Sure he does. does. He does so, that for sure. God, have you yeah, seen Better Call Saul? Yeah. Have you seen Breaking Bad? Absolutely not. does it. I don't like think Troy said, the, uh, that's almost low hanging fruit. Yeah. I, I think his mouth does it. I think his stature doesn't. Oh, I think he hey, does. Hey, have you seen Nobody? Yeah, you're right. I walked into that one. And they made they nobody. made Odenkirk, yeah. The commission's He's, got it. Nobody. They made him a fucking action star. All right, god damn it. That was my I one. Saw push that coming. <laughs> Suck a dick, dudes. <laughs> Speaking of commission with Suck the reference. Let's uh let's see what he's got for Winston Wolf. Alrighty, yeah. I mean Goods earlier thought I'd be going, you know, throwing curveballs left and right. No, I'm coming to win this draft, boys. Especially with my next pick for the wolf. I- I'm just a really big fan of this actor. Uh Gene Hackman. Oh I think in that role, like for me. Oh. Okay. Uh, like Mississippi Burning Gene Hackman or like Gene Hackman when he died? Gene Hackman, anytime. Wait, is he Gene dead? Hackman. Is Troy did, killing did, did people again? Did he finally pass away? Did he finally pass away? Fifty bucks. I don't think he's for me. dead. Is that fifty dollars? He ought to be dead. That doesn't count. Troy comes in super confident, and then as we say things, you watch it go down. Like I think he. I don't think he's dead. Gene Hackman is alive. If Troy's lane was going to be killing people, that's fantastic. <laughs> if he dies soon, I know Troy's like a witch. <laughs> See, it's funny. Witch and your wife. Will he be? Will he be dead when this comes out? <laughs> right. Get the countdown started. Gene, listen. I appreciate the uh, the pick, Wes. I I'm I'm having a hard time seeing it. I'll be honest with you, but Gene Hackman is a great actor. So I mean, he, if Keitel can do it, Hackman he has range. I just yeah. I've never seen Gene Hackman have to like talk fast and be fast and do fast. Okay, I give you. I that. mean, Harvey Keitel's best role is in uh, you know Sister Act, so we all know. Peak <laughs> <laughs> Keitel. <laughs> Uh, all right. I don't know. I'm thinking on. like get shorty, uh, Gene Hackman. I don't know. I guess that's where I was thinking. That's Illumina, in case you're wondering. It's Cadillac and minivans. Joe Pesci as the wolf. <laughs> well, that was on my short list teaser. That's not. That's, wow. that's not. That's not my pick, though. <laughs> say, saying, well, like, speaking of, you are on the clock. What is your pick? You kept on saying it, like, oh, he's charismatic. He's funny. He can get something. He's a problem solver. I thought for sure you're going to drop it. Listen, Fokker, you got to go Robert De Niro. Like, there's a perfect role for him right there. He's definitely a problem solver. I mean, think about the movie Heat. Think, I mean, Casino, all the movies he's done. Godfather, shit. Well, Jackie Brown, that would have been like, a, yeah, yeah. the, the, the like, start of the relationship for a Goodfellas a De Niro. Goodfellas De Niro was, like, second on my list. So, so yeah, like, I thought you were going to say it when you were, like, you were listening to all the attributes, like, that's De Niro. That's De Niro. So, I'm like, fuck, when, I'm done. <laughs> when you take a bunch of dudes and put them in the same room and they all look the same movies, they all pick De Niro to be something. So, yeah. <laughs> it's because De nice job, just do all the things. It's just a matter of who slots him into something yeah. uh, first. I speak I have, fast. I have some I think fast. for being so great, Troy. 
I have some you great... are two great goods. Thank you for noticing. I meant De Niro. And also you. I have some great OLI for the uh, post-game show. I can't. Uh, in fact, they're so good, I'm not even going to. Who drinks all my drinks? Because we're out of drinks already again. I feel like Troy is going to be the first one. Well, to pick, like, that brings uh, us to Troy. A fictional character, like an animated you, character. Before you make back-to-back picks and get some drinks sandwiched in between there. Holy uh, smokes. Who you got? For which pick? Winston Wolf. Oh, Mr. Jill. Wolf. That's easy. You send in the wolf? <laughs> God damn. All I got to say is Kevin Spacey, pre-creepiness, oh. usual suspects. I mean, he was creepy back then. We just we didn't know about it. No, we just, we just see it now. We just see it now. Yeah, but yeah. if he goes Kaiser so say creepy with a mustache, I'm uh, okay. I'm with you. I did. I did give him consideration also until I realized that he's Kevin Spacey and probably he's also I, creepy and yes, it's terrible. And I can't. I can't see it. I can't. <laughs> yeah, but no, me too. But also, I'm trying. I mean, I mean all I can see now, like, actor. I just think he is the character from American Beauty. Like, that's just his life. He was just portraying <laughs> right. himself in American Beauty. Or, or right. maybe the character from Seven. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, shit, they're on the same time, Ariel. Like, he was just, he was doing biographies at that point. Like, biopics. All right, then. Oh, we're going to take, right to we're going to put a piss break in right about here. We are a little perfect, over halfway. Perfect timing. That's right. Yeah. For those tiny, tiny. Yeah, right now. This commercial break brought to you by Prostate Swelling. Gotta hit the bathroom. Be right back. Troy's drunk for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that's funny, but yet no. Oh, that's a blank. All right, let's no, get him on the history. clock then. Let's get him on the <laughs> clock while he's while he's having issues. While he's hammered, it, it is yet no. Also, let us go. Wow, that's uh, that's Vincent. Vincent. <laughs> Well, here we go, fellas. You got to This gets real. You got an ass-kicking, name-kicking mofo who is also a doofus, right? That's the thing about Vincent. So clearly, if it's not Dennis Hopper from Easy Rider, you ain't doing it right. I'm just saying. Boom. Keep on going. All you young people can look it up. It doesn't matter. I win. Na 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 na. V Hop. Love it. Speed Dennis Hopper is very different than Hoosier's Dennis Hopper. Right? <laughs> well, fair. Very bad Dennis Hopper. Moving on to pick two. We've got Justin on the clock. I, so I'm going with more of the. <laughs> this doesn't make as much sense now that we I've drafted the rest of these people. <laughs> Uh, i was afraid of this happening to me too yes uh i just you'll see what i'm going with here given the 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 access and the genesis of this movie pretty much goes to these people i'm going with the rock i feel like i know i know the hair is a thing with vincent but like wow the main character and i'm casting more in this time frame right now the rock obviously being the big major major star he is even though Pulp Fiction kind of was more of an up and coming or re up for John Travolta, it, if you want to oh, say, if you want to oh, say, yeah. look, he was talking like I was a mean gonna says. Say, that that's the only <laughs> thing you could point to between there and the fucking sweat hogs. <laughs> <laughs> so The Rock, I mean, obviously the big, like I said, the axis goes to him, and what doesn't go through The Rock right now at this point. So fair. I didn't realize he still got like Young Rock is still running on network TV. Of course it is, because he he's just he's like, just he's I, gold. He's magical. 
Like nothing. All you got to do is attach the rock to it. And it's exactly it's that's done. again what 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 doesn't make this reboot happen? <laughs> then the rock. <laughs> Look, I don't, it'll I don't, happen because uh, the rock wants it to. I don't hate the rock, and I actually think he's shown some range as an actor. This would be sort of groundbreaking range, like for Travolta. Right? It was kind of groundbreaking for Travolta, so it would have to be groundbreaking yeah. for him too. Brought him because like the Black Adam role really isn't groundbreaking, right? Like Scorpion King was essentially the Superhero. same kind of thing. Yeah. Also. It's fictional, which is wrestling. Let's be honest. I mean, it is real. We don't talk about Bruno. That's a <laughs> groundbreaking role right there. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. Round six, pick three. We've note. got Commissioner on that on <laughs> Commissioner, who you got? Oh, man. And then, uh, here... Podcast medium. <laughs> here is where i would really love it just to throw a curveball for comedy and like you know there's some comedy actors i'd like to go with but i'll save it for the OLI. i'll better stick with my current format of trying to win this draft let's uh let's get his uh comeback career going a decade early let's go with robert downey jr oh that's vincent vega okay oh, you could do that okay. not terrible yeah. I guess that's the kind of the way I was looking at it because he was already, I mean, I know, what was it, Chaplin? But other than that, I mean, he was already considered, uh, you know, washed up, I guess, in the 90s. So let's, uh, instead of oh. waiting until the late 2000s, let's go ahead and get it started in the mid-90s. I don't mind, I like it. It. and I'm dying to see because Robert Downey Jr. has such a distinct voice. with Voice? Yeah, voice. How he tries to pull off a Vincent Vega would be either horrendous or perfect. I don't you know. guys remember when <laughs> <That's true>. uh, <laughs> Robert Downey Sr. was was the late night pundit before uh, Rush Limbaugh? That he, Morton like, Downey? Yeah, well, Morton Downey Jr., sorry. Yeah. I My mean, bad. like... The, yeah, that was old school. Nailed it, Troy. The whole, like... <laughs> the whole banter was the Royale with cheese and you can get a glass of beer. The way he yeah. delivers those lines is so... Like, that's why this is such a hard draft, right? Everything's perfectly cast in this movie. Like, it's yes. so well done. Like That's what made this movie perfect to redraft. Tarantino casts can, on the nuts. Can we discuss this briefly? What exactly is Vincent Vega's accent? Is it like East Coast or what? What the fuck? His is brother it? Vic doesn't have it's that. Heroin chic. Reservoir dogs. <laughs> heroin chic. You're right. Vic Vic Vega doesn't have it at all. So he what doesn't the have hell that. Is it? No. No. It's it's a little bit. Oh of yeah, with cheese. Yeah. It's it's a little bit of Welcome Back, Cotter. And Just a little Mr. Bit. <laughs> Mr. Cotter. Very bizarre. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. That brings us to round. Um, Well, some of the big things that I keyed off on for this role, uh, Mia calls him a cowboy. He's wearing the bolo ties. He's kind of got that whole uh, Elvis vibe about him. Let's go, cowboy. And all I kept coming back to was Bruce Campbell. 1994 Bruce Campbell. He literally plays Elvis in Bubba Hotep. He's great he's, movie. He's the <laughs> he's the archetype here. This is Bruce Campbell in that role. Oh, I'm I'm it's here the, for it. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell nerds are coming out. Bruce Campbell's <laughs> usually, usually the right choice. Oh yeah. Oh, for that for any role that's where you're supposed to have Elvis. I mean, come on, man. 
Well, now I'm thinking of Pulp Fiction directed by Sam Raimi, and you know it's gonna have like a Three Stooges joke, like, <laughs> like in there somehow. At the end, that brings us to the end. All right, I'm surprised six. my my OLI didn't get taken, but uh, <laughs> shout out to Travolta, who I considered one of the weakest parts of this movie, but maybe Agreed. it's only because everyone else is so strong, you know? Bingo. Like, but or because he's fucking Travolta. But he's actually really good. Like he's actually when he comes back at Jules with the, he should have known what it fucking meant. Also about the foot massage, like this, yeah. it's like really good and forgotten about. Uh, and and actually, an actor who I think is he can pull off the crazy eyes like Travolta's pulling off, and he can pull off the long hair. Is uh, I I went with Jake Gyllenhaal. It's like. It's like Nightcrawler Jake Gyllenhaal with like long hair that I'm picturing that could just get wild with it. Oh, and that dude, get, he gets into all his roles like in a weird way. I uh, it, it will fit into a later pick of mine also. Uh, and I can see him having good chemistry with Natalie Portman as Mia and, you know, having general chemistry with because he's the only one who has to have chemistry with everyone. So. Uh, I like Jake right. Gyllenhaal's range that he's shown. I think he could do it. I'm a big fan of Donnie Darko. That was the first thing I saw him in. I know That's this is a Pulp Fiction got me hooked. Pulp Fiction podcast, but seriously, watch Prisoners if you haven't seen it. Oh it's yeah, an amazing movie. Dennis he's Villain great. Hugh Jackman is great. It's incredible. Seriously. All right, seven, eight, nine. There's Damn, she's left in the the bag's feeling a little empty. Uh, keep pulling the empties. Pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Really have to factor in who you paired your pumpkin with. Because uh, this, like hey. you said, this movie is really about casting duos. Salute. Salute to Tim Roth. Tim Roth is always the right choice. Everyone else is just second, good. third, He's fourth, good. fifth, or sixth. Tim, Tim Roth, always the right choice. Salute to him. Head it down to two. I'm going to go with Diego Luna. I'm going to go a little adversity here. The guy from Andor. Yeah. Oh, Luna. I'm well familiar. Yep. Okay. So if you don't know him. Uh, what? I think he pulls off the frail frame a little bit. I don't love his chemistry as much as my OLI, but I think he, I, I think that part needed an accent. I think you need an accent to have that part, whether it be British or whatever. Um, and I think... I can see terror in Diego Luna's eyes as Samuel L. Jackson's character is about to blow him away. Yeah, he definitely he can portray scared very well in Andor and Rogue One. I, I can see that. Hmm. Which Andor finally is getting to be the level where I expect it to be. The first few episodes are really dragging. I haven't watched it, but Rogue One I love. and uh, I love Rogue One. He's a good actor. He's a really good actor, actually. Yeah, you know, he's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. He's no um, Powers Booth. Sorry. <laughs> exactly, young man. Keep God damn, you'll right. you'll Brenner in here. Like a made up name, Max Power. <laughs> Big McLarge, huge. <laughs> that brings us to me. Uh, we've got Pumpkin. I think you nailed it with the accent. That's uh, the same thing. When I cast Juliette Lewis, I'm picturing her with probably a bad fake British accent. But along those same lines, Jack Black. 
Jack Black. It's it's nice. the image. It's 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 the body image that, that gets me there. Was Back Jack in- Black uh, acting in 1994? Jack Black. Yeah. What was what, he in? Mo- Wait, what movie is that? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What was he in? Skin or not? Skin like, Buzz cut in. Damn. Ron, listen, that? Ron. I love you. I just I just picture myself busting out laughing at something Jack Black does. Like, hey, Ron, you know, <laughs> yeah, he was a sax be. man from the state of Tennessee. He'd be giving that speech in the uh, you know, talking about. Well, think about it. You know, God, he looks like the Onfrio from Full Metal Jacket in that picture. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, is that Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> and he's thin enough. Then he can play whatever, man. Uh, yeah, uh, Jack Black paired with Juliette Lewis in '94. I think they fucking kill that scene. Bro, I don't see it at all. Like, I don't see that. That I don't see that. It's endless. Couple. Look, I know. Listen, I'm not insulting it, Ron. You're <laughs> okay. it, you he was in Demolition Man '93. So. <laughs> oh, you know what, Jack? Around. Jack, show me your rage. Also man. in Waterworld '95. So. <laughs> it was doing Tenacious D on HBO by what '96. Well, yeah, he was in Biodome as well as Tenacious D. Obviously, this is this is freaking trees. This is why we do this, right? We do this because, you know, different because opinions. Jack Black, underappreciated and, actor. That's and to circle back to Bob Odenkirk, uh, he was on Mr. Show with Bob and David. Uh, For sure. Parts. They yep, were, yep. Bob and David were executive producers of the Tenacious D show on I HBO. I feel like that was unnecessary circle back, but. <laughs> no, totally necessary. You're, you're uh, totally unnecessary circle back. <laughs> the only circles I'm interested in is circle jerks. Like honestly, whoa, whoa. Nice. honestly, <laughs> this, this Jack Black pick might be my. I might be at my most pissed off right now over a pick. <laughs> good, <It's> good. <laughs> wait, yes. wait, wait! I forgot Powers Booth was picked. Never mind. Feel the hate within you. Good. Who's All up right. in this mess? Commish. Let's Commish. Uh, let's see what you've got in store for us for uh, Pumpkin, the counterpart of Honey Bunny. Well, you know, originally I uh, wanted to go with, uh, you know, n- you know, somebody that may or may not go too far, uh, Liam Neeson. No, 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 no. But, you know, I, keep, I just kept going back and kept going back to uh, Gabriel Byrne. I'm going to pull up some uh, usual suspects with Kevin Spacey earlier. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Gabriel Byrne. Uh, uh, I loved him in Miller's Crossing. I kind of I kind of like Gabriel Byrne there. Who, who do you have him paired with? I got him paired with Helena Bonham Carter. Ooh, okay. I can get on board with that one a little bit. Yeah, I, see. I was looking at it. Yeah, I was trying to pair, think of them. Yeah, in that restaurant together. Dean Keaton. Dean Kane. Isn't that uh, <laughs> isn't that his name? And uh, Michael Kane. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Peter Gabriel. Gabriel Byrne, show killer. Gabriel Vincent. So high right now. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, let's move on. Pick four. Justin on the clock. Who have you got for pumpkin? I'm surprised this wasn't picked because you guys talked about the accent. And I looked at the accent in this, looked in the, the face for this. Simon Pegg, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, all those all those movies. Oh, I, I love that. And love definitely it. like definitely the frame, Winter. frail. I like that the frame the frail frame and definitely like i said i can definitely see his accent playing a huge role in that you know the way the, the you know the the dialogue is delivered there for sure i can see him who's, My, your, who's your girl uh emma stone yes 
I do like Simon Pegg there. I, I, would, I would love to see him do that role also. You know, I would love to see him be like a killer. I mean, other than of zombies. Because <laughs> he, he, he killed so many of them. <laughs> and there was the aliens in a, on a pub crawl. What was the name of that the, movie? Yeah, that was good. At World's this, End? At World, yeah. Was- Simon Pegg is a really good choice if it was, like, redone. And down to, like, the red hair. Yep. Like that's, that's, that's really strong. All right, Troy. Troy, in that a shot. <laughs> well, I got two things going on at once. All right. I, will, I shall pour a shot and also make my pick. Pour yes. a shot. Multitask. Salute to Boston, my brother. You, can still, Boston? you can still talk. <laughs> I, no. I could, but I can't. He's right? on a CPU. Uh-uh. Yeah. So, could, but shan't. The uh, shut the fuck up, Donnie. John Goodman, Big Lebowski was where Big Lebowski was. reference. I, I got it. For this, for this particular character, ideal. Ooh. And also, if you don't like it, I don't care. I like the Goodman route. Who do you have Goodman paired with? He's super aggressive and also super failure and super doofus. <laughs> who's, that- your, who's your honey bunny, though? Cameron Diaz. Hold on. Oh, yeah, maybe. I, I had to go back to Toronto <laughs> making a new pick. Well, I thought, I thought I was waiting on you guys to do a shot before I did. Cheers do to Troy. Well, you know what? Cheers to the freak. Who's drunk for the first time in 15 years? (laughs) (laughs) Bush. Bush. Wow. Well, technically four of the night. Three three for the podcast. You know what this means? This means that we're ending with jewels. How the fuck did we pull that off? Shout Shout out to the crown bag. It's fate. And that would be perfect for jewels as well. It's... Why we had to. I mean, the movie ends with him getting his name out of the or his his wallet out of the bag. Perfect, perfect time, perfect thing. What do they call a whopper? I don't know. I didn't go to Burger King. (laughs) Niner. Ron, Ron, get us back on track. So that brings us to (laughs) Troy coming back round eight with Butch. Personally, this was the one I had the toughest time casting. So uh, I'm really interested to see. I'm excited. I'm excited for Butch. Honestly, me too. Me too. Me too. This Troy, is this what was, you got. It was a lot. It was a lot of work. We thought long and hard about it, and we believe that uh, Aaron Paul on the El Camino episode is the best Butch for this. El Camino. Oh, you episode? picked Jake Paul. I'm sorry. I thought you picked Jake Paul. No, Aaron Paul. Yeah. yeah no. Also, I, know. I would actually. I might believe Jake Paul more. Hot hot take here. El Camino was a terrible movie. It was terrible, but yet also. Thank you. Everyone's like, everyone praises this shit like it was the like best movie ever, no. or, or like, it tied so well. I'm like, no, it was terrible. It was garbage. I but, have a take. I have a take. Well, it's still my still my go. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Um, the idea is that this young floppy character became hardened by misery and other things, and he came hard to the people against him is kind of why I picked him. It's like, it's not a great, great, not a great mix, not a great, great opportunity, but also it's not terrible. So uh, I see your gears grinding. I see it. Yep. I don't know. You lost me after you said came hard. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. I I didn't hear anything else. I was just laughing to myself. Aaron Paul or Jake Paul? Aaron. (laughs) 
Still Aaron Rand Paul. Paul. <laughs> Rand Paul. Okay. Still <laughs> motherfucker. <Ron. laughs> Still uh, the show. Fuck, so that brings us up to Justin. A lot of this I went for casting of looks looks like. And what other bald white man do you know than Jason Statham? Ooh. Like, yeah, we had talked about that on uh, Reese. Yeah. Uh, uh, Grant, the, the accent's going to throw you off there. Don't get me wrong. The accent will throw you off for sure. But bald white. And now, again, we just had this brief discussion whether uh, Bruce Willis was jacked in this role or not, which to me, he was definitely built for his, his size, but or for his normal physique. Uh, but, you know, obviously Jason Statham, you know, transport Jason Statham. Good Lord. Uh, hubba hubba. Uh, but you know, obviously, bald white man got 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 the moves. But again, I can see the the dialogue being a little bit lost. But I can see the with the with the uh, physique working right right for this role. Again, bald white man. He, I mean, he was on my short list. I see where you were going with it. I I, I understand it. <laughs> All right, Kamish. What what have you got? Hey, blow me away on this one, Kamish. Crazy, right? baby. Baby. <laughs> I'm hoping I do so. Okay. Well, I, I'm doing kind of a looks like as well. Uh, going a different route, though, uh, than Justin uh, with Jason. Uh, he, he did have a bald head. Uh, still does. Uh, I've even had people tell me that I look like him back in my video rental store days. I haven't mentioned that yet, um, <laughs> by the way. Woody Harrelson. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah, you know, I'm I thinking did consider that. You know, it's, it's kind of Tarantino uh, a little bit with the uh, Natural Born Killers again. You know, he did the screenplay for that. May not have liked what was on the big screen, but he is uh, credited for it. You know, I tried to work Woody in, and this would have been the last Same. place, just with some of his mannerisms. But I'm—I like that you worked him in. Honestly, I don't know if it works for this one, but although I will say this. The dynamic he would have had with whatever girlfriend would have been great. He would have been great at that part. It's the Marcella stuff I don't think he would have done as well. I could see that. I'll I'll admit that. But other than that, pretty solid with Woody. I love me some Woody. Wait, what? (laughs) Freezing. Ron, you're up. Let's go, son. I've actually got some really interesting OLI that uh, post game post game to in the post game. Cut that, cut but, that. Uh, I don't think Troy's going to make it through the post game. <laughs> oh please, Are you kidding me? Get some vodka Red Bull. <laughs> bring it, Joe. You can't you know, line it up, bro. Wait, wait, bring it. I almost died every time I tried to bring it with you. Well, you can or not. Either way, don't call me out on a podcast because I will kill you. I had the hardest time recasting this role. I couldn't. I, I could not find anybody better than Bruce Willis. Um, but I went through. He is great. Yeah, it's so impossible. It just said the way his face, his head. He. All looks right, all right, all right. But I went with vintage McConaughey, nineteen ninety four, Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> okay, like that's it's random, but I like it. It's random, but I like it. He had he had already done They Live at this point. He had some acting chops. He was jacked up in '94. What do you mean had some? Wrestling is acting chops. <laughs> and, and he was one. Of, he's one of the best on the stick. 
But the, the the thing that worried me was actually just that, that his characters were generally over the top, where Butch is really subdued. He's that's that's why Bruce Willis was so perfect. That scene at the bar with him and Jules is like, what are you looking at? Yeah, you know, like I believe Bruce Willis. And then and that, and he's that, about to punch a motherfucker. And like, the scene where he's driving away, where he's like, "That's how you win, Jules." Or that's how you win, Butch. That's how they win. Like it's just like his mannerism there is so perfect. Like he is definitely like subdued and scared a little bit, but confident at the same time. And that's what I can see Rowdy Roddy Piper pulling off. Uh, I think he could pull it back. I think he could have given you that more subdued badass role. I mean, you see a little bit of it in it's always sunny in Philadelphia when he comes on. Yeah. He, uh, shout. That character he plays is so fucking money. Well, and I'm glad somebody picked the wrestler though for Butch. Cause this is where I thought maybe somebody would have went Here with the we rock. Go. But I'm yeah, sorry, some wrestling. I'm just kidding. Let's go. Wrestling. W R A S L I N. No, no, no. R. R A S S. Yeah, you don't have to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon's extra ass there. Good point. Yeah, good, good, good shout. That's a deep hip toss. I, I believe Justin, you said this. His look with Marcellus, the subdued. It certainly appears that way. You know, where he says, "Are you my N word?" And he says, "It certainly appears that way." And he's just subdued, right? Butch. Yep. I um, Butch. I went off the board, and I went with an actor who I. Rest, rest in peace. I feel like he has a lot of range. I feel like he could have done a lot of things. I went with Heath Ledger. Mm. I do think he could pull off the bald head if needed, mm. but I also think he would have had a great vibe with whatever girlfriend came his way, you know, uh, the yep. goofy parts of it, and all of the subdued talking to yourself parts, as well as, by the way, I went with Jake Gyllenhaal, so who does he gun down in his apartment? Jake Gyllenhaal, his Brokeback Mountain counterpart, I didn't don't think I didn't think of that part of it. I guess he knows I, how to quit I think, him. I think Heath Ledger uh physically could have pulled <laughs> off the, the look of a boxer. Agreed. As well. I think he would have been really good in that role in a recast, uh, should that have worked out. And I love that you pointed out that he takes out Vince, as that played heavily on me. I couldn't cast somebody in that role that I didn't feel worthy of taking out my lead. It, it, yeah. And, and honestly, I, I see Rowdy Piper shooting a motherfucker. So <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I, I love that. That was a big part of this whole thing was the interplay with the duos. It was. Um, and I, and I just sort of feel like we only scratched the surface of like what Heath Ledger could do. Cause yeah. we didn't really think he was capable of Joker. And then, of course, he passed away. And so I just kind of feel like, you know what I actually did? I pictured him in his role in Monster's Ball, if you guys watch that. He was oh, wow. like very Monsters Inc.? Yes. <laughs> and I, uh, I was like, this guy can really do a lot of stuff. So that's sort of what I pictured. Like a guy who can get angry, but also a guy who can be, you know, chill. That's right. One shot before Jules. I was All right, say, then. Hey, this brings us to round nine, and that's uh, oh, I get to lead off. You do main event. All right, this is it. This is what uh, <laughs> I thought this was going to be the toughest one. Let's see what everybody else thought. All right, 
Shout out to Samuel L. Jackson. You are the perfect person for this role. The fact that you did not win Best Supporting Actor for this role is one of the biggest travesties Travesty. of all time. Go the back Shakespeare and love sucked. Go ass. back and look at who won. I don't even remember. Salute to Samuel L. This is your this is your apex. You are perfect as Jules Winfield. Nothing will ever be more perfect in life. So if I am recasting this and I'm forced to recast this. There's only one person dynamically, especially when it comes to voice, who's doing it. It's peak Denzel Washington. I'm sorry. It's the only one who can do it. Maybe it's our first repeat of the fucking night. Okay. That's it. Game over. Hmm. It's a solid pick for sure. It's definitely my L. It was an LLI just because of who I drafted first, but yeah, definitely solid pick. Well, that brings it to me. Um, Again, I I thought this was going to be the hardest one. It was very tough because you nailed it. I mean, that's that role is Samuel L. Jackson. I started thinking, who can do it? Who can be that high, that low, that intimidating? That who's got all of those and spiritual and right to take that turn and can rock an afro. Charlie fucking Murphy. Oh, yeah. Charlie Murphy. Who? Who? Oh, penalty box. Charlie Murphy going smack a bitch. Wait, is that real? Is that a real who? You didn't. (laughs) For me, it's real. Yeah, who? Yeah. Oh, that hurts me. Uh, It's Eddie Murphy's brother. That hurts my soul. But Chappelle show? Darkness brothers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1994, he was working in uh, so, CB4. Yes, uh, yeah. Run, run, run. Yeah. I what I didn't mention earlier is that I was trying to go with like, what doesn't make this A movie a B movie? You know what I mean? Like, that's why I went with Denzel because Denzel is as great an actor as Samuel. L., you know what I mean? Like yeah, Charlie Murphy is gonna hit that role. Well, it's funny you went Charlie wrong because I came close to writing down Eddie Murphy for the. I mean, <laughs> and I would have probably gotten laughed off for if I if I, if I would have said it, but it would, I came close to writing it down on my list. That, that that name does show up on some of my OLIs here. It's uh, yeah, no Charlie Murphy. I mean, you see him in those Chappelle Show True Hollywood stories when he we rocks the afro. Kicking a guy oh, yeah. out the fucking window in cowboy boots. I mean, they said darkness. He was Darkness Brothers. Him in that scene with well. Bruce Campbell. At talking about Royale Bruce. with cheese. Oh, Bruce Campbell and Charlie Murphy. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Those two together. Do you, I feel like you got a straight to like WGN movie there. Yeah. <laughs> movie Honestly, the back then movie the with Travolta, the you would have said the same thing. Like Travolta and this nobody named Samuel. Yeah, you're right. You're hey, you're not wrong about that. You're I mean, not wrong was, about that. Bruce Willis was the gravitas on that on that crew. You're not wrong. And that brings us to commission. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not wrong, Walter. Just an <laughs> asshole. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Truth be told, yeah, Denzel would have been my pick if the snake would have went the other way and I could have sniped goods. So, yeah. Full admission. Full. Yeah. But 
with that said, uh, we'll go with somebody else, I think, with a dynamic voice. And uh, he even brought up a godlike. Uh, you know, he did. He was in Bruce Almighty. Morgan Freeman. Oh, shit. Will be the pick I go with. That'll be my, that's going to be my fallback. I like that pick, especially if it's Lean On Me, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, this is all, yeah, right. See, lean I On think Me, I- Morgan Freeman is amazing. Go back and watch. It's so good. I almost wish the I attacked this draft now that we're getting to the end of it real quick. Like I wish I would have looked at it like I'm gonna cast current actors, but I was trying to go back to the time, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I did all mine out of ninety-four. That's my difficulty level. Blah blah blah. Although I would have liked Morgan Freeman to say, You either get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> dying. <laughs> my wallet out of the bag. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> all right justin you're up the fucker Say all right so as you know i kind of went with the whole theme of like it besides, these are the two roles i didn't go with the theme here the other theme was like looks like in the spot like the eyes whether it was the frame whether it was the build and who else better to pair with the rock than kevin hart kevin hart <laughs> again again for, for, this is the this Bam. is the role i went with this is the only the duo role i went with specifically for the duo it's his movie <laughs> so the yeah. rock and kevin hart in this role with this. the with the banter back and forth yes i don't know if you can pull off the necessarily bad motherfucker part about it but the duo with no, the rock i can see tracks man i can i can see the obviously the the the, the dialogue and the chemistry in that in that you know car ride scene but all the car ride scenes just blending so, like the I didn't know bump motherfucker. I must you must have hit a bump. I can see the whole scene perfectly with those two doing it out. So again, I don't know if you can fully pull it off, but gelling with the rock in that role, it, it would work. Well, and I like that you uh, you and Ron both pick comedians because I had a couple of comedians on my O L I T's T's. Oh, oh, wait till we get there. <laughs> Here's what I do like about it. He actually pulls off like 70% of the role or maybe 80. He doesn't pull off the 20% that we remember. But he pulls <laughs> off like the 80 really well, right? Yes. Like the back and forth and the comedic parts of it. Like real and you know what? Maybe Kevin Hart can show us some range he's never shown before. So well, seriously like, though, if I, he I, does I, look at those people in in the diner and say, get the one that says bad motherfucker. I definitely I'm appreciate laughing, your man. that's great. I appreciate your duo part of it just because, you know, putting thought into the duo part of it. Cause it's Cause so like, necessary. to be honest, like this is the only role I really thought about as an actual duo role, because they seem like friends in a normal conversation the entire time throughout this movie. It was like that whole like dynamic to me, like the only real buddy aspect to me from the movie is those two. Cause it's like premise yeah, most hey, quote, quotable lines from that movie are from their conversations i'll give that to you my weakest is my jules and vincent duo so i i think that's strong i, I again i can't picture kevin hart shooting somebody <laughs> but he pulls off the other have you seen right along one and two <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate the effort coming up on mr irrelevant all right troy close this down mr Richard Roundtree from Shaft. Damn. That's our guy. He can do all the things you need him to do. Shaft. Shaft. (laughs) (laughs) 
draft. Shut your mouth. Can we call this the work done portion of the draft? Because it might be his best pick by far. <laughs> that was Old good. Dick Roundtree. Like his movie, his movie's like a really bad movie, except for this guy Roundtree who crushes his part. Like, and everybody else sucks. Everybody else is completely miscast. And <laughs> But Richard Roundtree carries it home as the assassin with a heart. That's a good as place as any to sign off. But before we do, I would like to do an impromptu round to end this out. Everyone do an off-the-top-of-the-head recasting of the GIMP. (laughs) Troy, recast the GIMP. Don't you dare take mine. (laughs) (laughs) I have one, so don't take mine. Can I go first? Yeah, hit it up. Feel free. Mini me. Oh, Vern Troyer. Rest in peace. Well played. Rip. Um, I'm gonna go with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't don't know why. It just it felt good. Wes. All right, this is what I'm gonna go with. Uh, Mid '90s uh, doucher, uh, Andy Dick. That's a good one. Andrew right. Dick is a good one. All right, I'm going to go in that line. Rob Schneider. Oh! Uh, great one. <laughs> Don't some respect to Rob Schneider. He wasn't a douche at the push, time. You push he is now. On that He's a stapler now. He's a stapler now. He is a stapler Rob now. Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> diddly, diddly, dumb. <laughs> Troy, close us down. Who do you have as the gimp? Thomas Magnum. Oh my God, Magnum. Oh.